Welcome to 100 Acts of Love, How to Help When Cancer Strikes. Great tips and unique ideas on what you can do to support your friend with cancer. Hi, everybody, and welcome to 100 Acts of Love, How to Help When Cancer Strikes. My name is Kim Hamer, and I am your host. You are in the right place if you are an HR leader or CEO trying to work with an employee that's being affected by cancer or you're just a regular old human being who wants to support a friend, family member, or coworker with cancer. I'm really glad that you are here. Today, we are going to talk about step number one of my five-step process of building a cancer structure around your employee who is affected by cancer. And when I say affected by cancer, I'm not just talking about an employee with cancer. I'm talking about an employee who might be caregiving for a partner or a child or a roommate or a relative. All of those situations will affect the employee's ability to be productive at work. Now, before I begin, make sure that you take a moment to hit that subscribe button. I post new podcasts every Wednesday and you don't want to miss one. In addition, you might want to pop over to 100 Acts of Love and download the free five phrases never to say to someone with cancer and what to say instead. I surveyed over 250 people with cancer and those affected by cancer, and these were the five phrases they all agreed that they liked the least. Now, before we go into the seven questions that lead to a great assessment, let's talk about cancer. Cancer is an entanglement. It not only entangles your employee and whoever has whoever they are with, it also entangles the team, the manager, cross-functional teams possible. It can entangle a whole organization. So when you think about supporting an employee with cancer, when you think about putting in a structure of support, understand that that structure of support can encompass quite a few people. It's not just about the employee who's dealing with the effects of cancer. Okay, so let's begin. Now you might want to grab a pen and paper because I'm going to share with you a lot of information. My five-step process was developed after I watched the organization that my husband worked at support him through his two cancer battles and also how they supported myself and our three children after he died. In addition, I also happened to be an HR leader and I watched many times as organizations just didn't quite get it. They didn't know or understand how to support an employee with cancer or being affected by cancer. Most organizations offer to help them fill out the necessary paperwork, will always say, if you need anything, let me know, and that's it. And unfortunately, when that happens, they miss the opportunity to maintain productivity on the team and to even possibly improve employee engagement. In order to support an employee affected by cancer authentically and thoroughly, it goes a little deeper than just saying, if you need anything, let me know. And in fact, here's a quick tip. If you need anything, let me know is the least helpful thing you can say to anybody dealing with cancer or loss 
or any of those little life hiccups. And here's why. Because you're asking the person to figure out what you mean by anything. And of course, it goes a little bit deeper than that. And if you go on over to 100xoflove.com and download that free phrases, you will learn more. So let's go ahead and get started. This process has five steps. The first step is the assessment, understanding what you're dealing with. The second step is the plan, which includes communication plans. The third step is education. The fourth step is adjustment. And the fifth step is the return or the departure of an employee dealing with cancer. And that could mean that that employee with cancer passes away. We're going to talk today about the first step assessment. And I like to think about it this way. If you're going to the grocery store, are you going to check your cabinets to make sure you know what you don't have and what you do have? Probably it's the wise thing to do, right? Otherwise, you get to the grocery store, you buy a bunch of things that you think you need, and then you get home and you realize not only did you buy seven cans of tomato soup and you didn't need it, but you didn't get any milk, which is the one thing that you did need. So making a list and assessing what you have in your cabinets helps you be more efficient when you're in the store. And the same thing occurs when you are trying to support an employee with cancer. You want to take an assessment. And there are seven specific questions that you can ask that will lead you to a full assessment and allow you to understand how well equipped your organization is to support your employee affected by cancer. So the first question you want to ask is who has the cancer? You want to understand if it's the employee's partner or if it's the employee, because that information will determine the type of support that you offer. The the 1B question you want to ask, if it is the employee, you want to find out what their treatment schedule is and also try to understand what the possible side effects are. Now, I know if you're an HR leader, your probably little HR spidey things are going off because you're worried about the ADA, the Americans with Disability Act. And the ADA basically states that cancer is considered a disability and that organizations should try to make reasonable accommodations. It also says that your manager or whoever has the information about the employee's cancer cannot go out and share this information with anybody that they choose. So let's tackle the ADA regarding understanding treatment. You're not asking your employee with cancer to tell you the type of drugs that they're going to be on or to list all out all the side effects. What you want to know is what their treatment plan is. What days will they be in the office? What days do they need to leave early? Um, and you also want to have an open conversation that encourages them to share with their manager any side effect issues that they might be facing. Now, this is super important because their manager is eventually going to sit down with them and work out a work plan. And we'll talk a little bit about a work plan in in the next question. Okay, so question number two in the seven questions for the assessment is, does the employee manage a team? Now, this is often where HR leaders and CEOs just don't go far enough. Think about it from an employee's point of view. You're going along your little life, working with your manager, and all of a sudden you find out your manager has cancer. Now, we'd like to think that normally we all think about our manager, but the first inkling, usually the very first question that jumps into someone's mind is, 
oh my gosh, what's going to happen to me? So the employee who's being managed by the employee, by the manager who might have cancer, well, that's a mouthful, will probably feel a little uncomfortable and insecure, especially if they don't know when their boss will be out, when their boss is going to be in, how it's going to affect their judgment. So the employee who is being managed by somebody with cancer is going to need some reassurance as well as a lot of communication. And so understanding whether this employee manages a team is an important part of that assessment. Question number three, does the employee's manager know about the diagnosis? And most of the time, employees will tell their manager first, and then their manager might come and tell you, or their manager might tell them to go tell HR. But sometimes your employee will come to you first, and your first question needs to be, does your manager know? And question 3B is, is the manager of the employee affected by cancer equipped to have those hard conversations? Does the manager of the employee affected by cancer understand the ADA rules behind what he or she can and cannot share? Does the manager of the employee affected by cancer understand the importance of setting out a work plan and being very clear on what the employee can or what the, and what the employee agrees to accomplish? Does the manager know to send the employee to HR to deal with issues such as FMLA or leave of absence? These are all tools that every manager needs to be equipped with, especially those who are dealing with employees affected with cancer. So talking to an employee about cancer is a personal thing and it can feel really uncomfortable. And if the manager is not equipped with how to have that conversation, doesn't know the tools, doesn't know what questions to ask, doesn't understand what a work plan is, then that's a setup for a bad situation. That is a setup for lowering your employee engagement. And frankly, you could end up really making their team members angry because you will not be seen as supportive. So making sure that the manager is equipped to have those conversations is important. And then question 3C is, does the team know? Now, most employees have close relationships with one or two team members, and they sometimes share this information. In fact, there is a study that shows 62% of employees usually deliver the cancer news to their coworkers and prefer to do so. And that's great because it takes the burden off of you as the HR leader, also off of the manager. But it does mean you will need to put some thought into how you are going to reassure the teammates of the employee with cancer. This is, of course, really important for productivity. Nobody likes to work when they're unsure of what's going to happen next. And it is our job as HR leaders and CEOs to make sure that we think about that and then communicate that clearly to the teams. Okay. Assessment question number four is what benefits are available to the employee? So I have a friend, Chris, and he was diagnosed with cancer while he was actually working for a medical insurance company. But even there, they did not know about the service that they had. Chris had access to a cancer care advocate. And luckily, he asked the question when he was talking to their benefits person saying, hey, what else is there? So please do not assume that your 
medical insurance only offers the whatever they signed up for. Your medical insurance might offer more. Check in with your benefits person or call the broker specifically and ask them to dig deep. You also want to do the same thing when you when you check in with your EAP. EAP offers some great tools that that employees often don't take advantage of and you want to dig deep. Do they have a cancer support advocate for your employee? Do they have somebody who specializes in 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 helping people with cancer? Do they have a do they have any information about financial programs that can help an employee with cancer? So make sure that you dig deep. Also, look at your own benefits. Does your company have a family fund like Sweetgreen? Can employees donate PTO? Are there other less used benefits that your company offers that might be really useful to your employee with cancer? Question number five is, does the employee work with outside vendors or clients? And I cannot tell you how many times people have overlooked this. Just picture it from the client's end. You've been working with this certain person all along. You are ready to make a sale or you really like them. Um, and then you, un- and you hear that they have cancer and you don't hear anything else. You don't know if you're going to be given to another employee. You don't know what your relationship is going to be with the organization anymore. So making sure that you have really clear and specific communication with outside vendors and customers is really important. And the nice bonus of this, if you do this really well, you will end up with a lifetime customer because who doesn't want to support an organization that takes care of its employees? Question number six, we're almost done. Has your company been in this situation before? 43.4% of the people diagnosed with cancer are adults between the ages of 35 and 64. Those are prime working years. If you have not managed an employee with cancer, it's just a, a matter of time. That's really it, unfortunately. So if there has been another employee that has been affected by cancer in your organization, sit down with them and ask them questions. How did we do? Is there something we could have done more of? Now, keep in mind that many employees don't don't know what organizations can do for them. So that employee who has that past experience, if you didn't do a lot for them, they may think that you just did the best thing ever right? So just keep that in mind when you are asking those questions of that, of those people who had the past experiences with your organization. So the last question is question number seven, where are the holes? So here is where you get to look at this big list that you've just made and start to make some decisions. Where are the holes? What is it that you as an organization want to do or want to, how is it that you as an organization want to show up for your employee affected by cancer? What things are you not willing to do, which is equally as important? So once you have this assessment done, then you'll be able to move forward into the next step, which is planning and communication, which I will touch on on another podcast. So as you start to answer these questions, you you get to see how you can build this framework for supporting all of your employees in crisis, not just those with cancer, and also all the employees that are affected by this. 
Lastly, you don't need to wait and to get all the answers to start building your action plan. It's really important that you start acting as quickly as possible, especially with the communication, because it's going to reduce the panic and the stress of the employee affected by cancer, of their manager, of their team. We all know it is so much easier to to come out ahead of something than to try to catch up to what is happening. So think about an assessment as you would grocery shopping. Just make sure you check to see what you have and that way you can see what you actually need. All right, well, thank you so much for joining me here today. I'm so grateful. Make sure you check back in every Wednesday and please remember, you matter.